We welcome you into episode 30 of the Overtime Podcast, alongside of my co-host Wyatt Krieger. I'm Kevin Domenico, and we have a special guest, Danny Flores, whose stock is extremely high right now within the Virginia Tech soccer program. He's out of Half Moon Bay, California, made his way all the way to Blacksburg. Danny, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me on this uh, it, podcast. It's his second interview in this, I think, in the last two days, right? Yeah. We're getting him while he's, while he's hot. Stock's <laughs> <laughs> high. So you're from Half Moon Bay, California. Where is that, first of all? Um, that sounds like the coolest place of all. Yeah, yeah it's it a small town, like 20 minutes down south from San Francisco. Okay. Like, literally right down the coast. And, yeah, it's just... It's nice a nice place. It's a, yeah, it's it's a, surf, a little surfing town. That's what I was gonna. Are you a surfer? Yeah. Uh not 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 too much into it. But okay. so, how does someone from Half Moon Bay, California, end up in Southwest Virginia, in Blacksburg? What's <laughs> what's the what trajectory did you take to get here? Really? Um, it was mostly just because of the soccer part, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. And but it's just I I I fell in love with the school. It just the atmosphere, the the buildings, uh, the campus, um, the coaches, and the soccer is really what kind of dragged me into mm-hmm. this. Uh, Were there a lot of other schools? Were there a lot of other schools recruiting you? Yeah, um, I had a couple um, from U- like UNC, Wake, a um, couple ACC schools. Gotcha. And but yeah, I chose Virginia Tech. So you're signed by the Philadelphia Union, which is a professional team, right? Yeah. At the age of 16. I want to ask, because soccer is so different from any other sport, um, but what was it like becoming a professional at 16 years old and knowing that that was going to be the case when you're 13, 14 years old? Um, it was it was honestly just like, it was a dream come true, yeah. obviously, just making your professional start and making your professional appearance. Um, it just, it, it kind of helped me just to understand that I actually can have a career in this game. Mm-hmm. And... And it just motivated me, honestly, every day to, to work harder. Awesome. I was reading about your high school, too. So it said your high school sent 99% of its players to collegiate soccer programs. Oh. Your school, that was schools in Minnesota, right? Uh, well, or which, did I did my did I do my research wrong? Um, so f- it was weird because freshman and sophomore year I was at a boarding school in Minnesota. Okay, and that yeah, okay. And then junior and senior year I was at the high school in Philadelphia. That's so, right. Uh, I okay. went to two different high schools. Yeah. Okay, so that's confusing. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I was gonna say, what made you move from, you know, the the uh, the beautiful weather of half yeah, to, yeah. to Minnesota? But yeah. there you go. There's your answer. So was playing in the in the in the pros was that nerve wracking for you? Were you playing with guys a lot older than you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a nerve wracking just because I was confident in yeah. my abilities and everything, and I just felt that obviously I earned this opportunity through my hard work and I just needed to go and show it out against older people. Mm-hmm. So. so how much of an impact did seeing guys like Daniel Pereira, Christo Strickler, guys that went to the MLS in this program in the past year or so move on to the MLS? Did that have any effect on your recruitment decision at all or did that play a role? Yeah, for sure. In? It definitely helped me recruit. It definitely helped me choose Virginia Tech easy just because it showed that here at Virginia Tech, um, they give you all the, all the, um, the, the necessities, equipment, um, all the support that you need to reach the top level of soccer. Mm-hmm. So, those, with those two players, yeah, it just really um, motivated me to, to even want to work harder so I can hopefully soon be with them and mm-hmm. playing in the leagues. Talking about that recruiting class, um, you were part of the 12th ranked recruiting class in the country when you came in. Um, I want to talk about your freshman class too. How much? 
how high is the ceiling for the guys that just came yeah. in? No, I mean I think our team, our our freshmen are spectacular. Yeah. We have a really, we have a good mixture of really young, good people, and then veterans who are experienced, mm -hmm. who who have been playing at the level for a while. So I think it's a very good mixture between both. And I mean I'm just looking forward to to the rest of the season, honestly. So yeah. So I mean let's talk about the season because you guys are off to an insanely hot start. You're six one and two, ranked number eleven in the country, four game winning streak, coming off a win last night against uh, East Tennessee State. And you've logged the second most minutes on the team, if I'm if I'm correct. So, how fun has it just been, not only to have the team success this early in your career, but also just play as much as you have as a freshman? Um, I mean, I'm just it's it's been amazing to me. I didn't think I would come in and really? be playing as much as I thought I would, but um, I'm just happy that the coaches have trusted me and teammates have trusted me, and I've just been happy with how I've been playing. I'm excited. Well, I'll throw more at you mm -hmm. here. You're player of the week last week as well. Um, you do it with your senior teammate, Jacob Lab Lab Labovitz. Yeah. What is that like as a freshman to come in and get that award with your senior teammate? Um, I mean, I'm, I was really excited, um, but I just know that it was like, it was a team effort. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have done it, obviously, without my team. So it just felt good that I was able to to win that a week after a big win over uh, Notre Dame as a team. Danny, so. I feel like we're bearing the lead here. <laughs> I mean, it's your first couple games. You have a game-winning goal against a, uh, one of the best teams in the country in Notre Dame. Take us through that play. I mean, you were that was extremely impressive. I think you you megged the last guy coming through, yeah. and you would made a couple guys miss, yeah. and a spectacular game-winning goal to uh, give the Hokies the 2-1 victory. Take me through that play and what kind of really got you on the map here in uh, Blacksburg. Yeah, I just, uh, it was weird. I was just, it was just like in the game situation where you just, you have to from the outside, yeah. it was super impressive, but I, yeah. I feel like that's something you do all the time. Is that yeah. all just reactions? Yeah, yeah it's just, it's all reactions to me, honestly. It's just whether knowing where the defenders are at. And it was just like a moment where it was clearly like just there for me to take and, and, it was just a goal where I don't know how many yeah, that's the most like, times, yeah. Regular guys like us, we don't, you know, if we're in that situation, never going to yeah, happen. Yeah. We don't see that that little sliver, right. you know, hope to score the game-winning goal. But, but Danny, you saw it. So what was that like right after? Right after yeah. you scored the game-winning goal, a freshman, you're mobbed by your whole team. What's that like? <laughs> it was crazy. Just what was the celebration? I think that's why I, it's question shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I just did I tried to do a knee slide, and then I hit my knee kind of hard and then fell forward, so... It didn't really go as planned, but I just um, I just remember hearing like the fans and then looking up and the lights like flickering. Mm -hmm. So great touch! It was amazing just to score my first goal at Thompson Field. So are you gonna have a pre a pre planned <laughs> yeah. celebration next time you score? Yeah, I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit the um, oh what's that dance called the oh I was just doing the you're gonna hit the, the nene or gonna no no it's <laughs> a new dance it's like the, the um. The it's called like the smith smith smizzy or something like that. Here, do you want to do it for us and we can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like. <laughs> All right, we can describe it. We can it's describe like, it. I don't know. You just okay. Oh, the gritty, the gritty, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's a great celebration. Why is actually known for doing the gritty? Really? Yeah, no, he is. Yeah. That's awesome celebration. Yeah. We'll be have to be sure to tune into that. Um. So this year, team high three yellow cards. Are you are you just an aggressive player, or are there times where yellow cards are necessary in, in a game? Um, I just think 
sometimes there's situations where like you just take the yellow to prevent like from the team counterattacking and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But also again, um, I just feel like I can be a little bit smarter on that side from my point of view. Yeah. And instead of having to foul, just stand them up. Yeah. <laughs> what were those situations on? Those three yellow, yellow cards. Uh, I think it was more like just one v one situations, mm-hmm. and if they got by me, I was. I was not letting them get by. So it's like in basketball, if they have a clear yeah. path, you, you just hack take them, the get, foul, take, yeah. put, them the, put them on the line. Yeah. So I want to know what your relationship is like with Ben Martino, your freshman, your freshman goalie, recorded his first shutout yesterday. Um, what's he, what's he been like? What's your relationship been like with him? And how hard is the goalie position? Because that's that's one thing yeah. I think casual soccer fans don't really appreciate is yeah. just how difficult the goalie position is. I mean, the goal is huge. Yeah. And you got a lot of group, you got a lot of ground to cover. So. Right. I mean, I mean, the good thing about Ben is I've known him since my junior year. Oh, really? Yeah, we used to play at uh, Philly together okay. in the academy, and that's how I knew of him. And, I mean, I just knew what, what Ben was going to be able to bring to this team, especially mm-hmm. just because I've seen him. I've been working, playing with them for the past two years, and I knew I know the type of talent he is, and I knew him coming here he, from, the, from the start, he would make an instant impact. And hopefully, like, thankfully he's doing that for us, and it's yeah. clearly showing, so. Well, talking about goalies, our last uh, interview with a Virginia Tech soccer player was Mandy McGlynn, right? You remember that? I do. She I actually do. plays She plays for Gotham FC, I believe now, um, a yeah, professional team as well. She called shutouts donuts. Yeah. I want to ask, does, uh, does your goalie do that ever, and do you have any superstitions like that? She would eat a donut before every game to try to, Get I guess, summon a shutout. Yeah. Mm. So, do you have any superstitions like that before you eat anything, or does your goalie do that? Um, well, to me, I just take naps during the day. Okay. Like, I, I'm a really big nap guy during, especially on game days. Yeah. I always have to take a good two-hour nap, get get focused, just let my body relax. And but according to like the donut stuff, <laughs> uh, I've never. Did you hear about I, that? Did no, you know about I that? did not know about that. I didn't either until she told us. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think you might, you might have to ask Ben that question if he eats a donut before a game because I haven't heard of it. <laughs> so I was wondering, just with your professional background coming into school, has there been any really transition from high school or before college to the ACC soccer? I mean, I bet the level of competition is different. Is, is yeah. there been any? It's any? it's sure it's for sure different. It's college and and the professional um environment is just two different type of style right. i feel like um in college it's a lot more aggressive a lot more like 50 50 battles mm-hmm. um very intense and i feel like at the professional league it's choosing and picking your moments when to be intense and when to slow the game down and so it's just different but at at the end of the day you always have to just adjust and and, and move forward with Would it, you say so. it's like a more mature game at the collegiate level? Yeah, I think yeah. so, in a way, just because I feel like as you get older, there's older players who obviously aren't at, like, who don't have the legs to be running every right. single time, but they're also a lot more, their IQ is higher, the yeah, yep. and they know when to attack, when to just sit, drop behind the ball, mm-hmm. and when to just keep the ball, so it's just a lot more mature in that type of way. So, like, the average age on the Oakland Roots, what is it? Probably, like, 25. 25. Okay, a little bit older. Wow. Yeah. So, I have a question. True or false? Is is it true that midfielders run more than any <laughs> other position? 
Uh, I, well, it just depends on your formations and yeah. what type of style you play. But in our team, it would either be like our our midfielders or our outside backs just because they they get super high on the attack. And then they also got to, like, get back to defend because mm-hmm. they're, they're defense. So... So I got another true or false question. I've heard soccer players can run up to ten miles. This might be just professionals. They can run up to ten miles in a given match. That's true. That's true. That's hundred percent. Do you think? What do you think? You, what, how many miles do you think you're running in an average game? I've I've ran ten miles the, the last game. Did you no wear way. the? Uh, you have a Fitbit on? Did yeah, you, you have a little heart oh, rate. You actually, you, oh, you, you do. Have a heart rate wow. monitor, and it tells you it tracks how much run cover, how Get much out. distance you cover. Yeah, and all of us like usually average like nine to ten miles every game. That's crazy. That's crazy. Game, okay, yeah. my mind's blown. Yeah. <laughs> That's my mind crazy. is blown. Yeah. So I grew up as a baseball player, so we run about 0. 0.1 to 0. 0.2 <laughs> miles yeah. a game. That's wow. Yeah. What wow. kind of how much how much running are you guys doing in the I mean obviously, but it's probably a huge part of your off-season program. But how much running are you um, doing every day just to keep Yeah, shape? yeah, you just I mean, I think it just depends on the type of player, but some players like to keep their fitness every day, so they just run a lot. Yeah. I like to just mix mine between mm-hmm. lifting and then keeping my level at a certain pace. And, but yeah, the fitness level is a big part on the off season to just continue to have for sure. Yeah. I like to ask players this. You were at number 23. Is there any significance there? No, they actually just gave me that number. <laughs> <laughs> well, what number would you want if you, if you could um, pick one? Probably like the number, uh, like maybe the number ten. Okay. Yeah, but anything behind so that? You're, you're, you're a messy guy. Yeah, uh, there you no, go. I'm a, Kishana, Good I'm a Kishana guy, but oh. I just I just like the number ten. I just it's kind of <laughs> I like the number. So you're Ronaldo guy. You think Ronaldo's yeah. better than Messi? Yeah, he scored today. Mm. I have to disagree. That'll with you. do it. That, <laughs> moment, that one right there, the greatest of all time. <laughs> what are you? Uh, messy? I'm, a, I'm a messy guy, big time. Uh, He's the, I mean, he's the goat. Age-old debate. I don't know what to tell you. Age-old debate. <laughs> uh, unrelated, Who is there a locker room guy on the team, someone that kind of keeps things loose in the locker room, someone that keeps things fun? Um, I would say probably Nick Blacklock. Yeah? Yeah. He's okay. just, he's he's a clown of the team. <laughs> so You got to have guys like that. Is he the funniest? Who's the funniest guy? Is it him? The funniest one? Or is it you? Nah, 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 not me. Um, I don't know. I think there's a couple people that are funny, like, I don't know, Weber, um, Chris Little. Like, they're just funny. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of funny guys on the team. How about Coach Brizendine? What was your first impression of Coach? Um, He's going to hear this. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I liked him. I mean, obviously, we spoke before I got here. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really liked the way he, he was straight up with me. Mm-hmm. Um, he was honest about everything. So, I like that. And from the from the beginning, we just... It was kind of easy, and we were able to like gel in together and mm-hmm. just have a good connection. So. What What is Coach Brizendine uh, saying now? You guys are off to this hot start. What is he kind of saying to the team after games or throughout practice to kind of keep the team question. keep the team staying on the course and just not getting hung up on the early early success because there's a lot more yeah. meaningful games left to right. be played. Right. I mean, like I said, he. He's obviously proud of us, but he doesn't show it really to us because he knows we can, we have bigger goals than just mm-hmm. winning four games in a row. And he always he's he's always happy with us, but he's never too satisfied with us because he doesn't want us to get loose. He wants us to be mentally locked in every game, and especially with like the non ACC games, mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like those are the most 
it's more the mental side of the game. Like it's last like, night? Yeah. And it's like, those are the teams where, like, yeah, they might not be as ranked, but they're here to, like, beat you because you yeah. are ranked, you right. know? So target they come, the they, they, yeah, you, you are the target. And, like, that's what he said. We're the target now, so every team's going to try to come in to our home or if we're away, and they're going to try to smack us. So it's just like... You always got to be mentally ready mm-hmm. and then physically ready to play. So Yeah, and you guys, you want to, it's like the old football saying, you want to peak at the right time. Yeah, for sure. Right. So that's good to hear. Yeah. So he, what, he's had a big part of sending uh, five guys to the MLS in the last five years. How about you? What's your end goal here? Is that your end goal? Yeah, of yeah. course, 100%. So. How about any team, what are, the, what, are you, what are the team goals for the season? Is it kind of, are you guys just taking things one game at a time, or uh, do you guys have goals that you set out? Yeah, I mean, obviously year? our main goal is to win the national championship, mm-hmm. and we feel like if we continue to work, keep our heads down, and stay focused, we have a good enough team to to do that. So that's our main goal, but we always try to just break it down little game by game and just focus on each fixture to, to come out with the results. So. Mm-hmm. Hot new show. I think it's on Apple TV. Is it? Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso. Do you watch that? I've not heard you never, of it. No, you never heard no. of it? No, Ted Lasso. Oh, you got to watch it. Yeah, so I think the storyline is, I haven't Tell seen it really either, but I know oh, the, sto- I I think the storyline story is, it's a football coach in America goes over and coaches like right. Premier League He's team. a college football coach in America, and he knows nothing about soccer. And he goes over, yeah, he coaches a Premier League team, I think, made-up team, AFC Richmond. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not real. And, uh, and he knows nothing about soccer, but he kind of tries to coach them through really life lessons, I guess, he's learned. But it's really good. It's, uh, it's really Jason Sudeik. It's really funny. Oh, yeah. um, I'm going to have to watch it. You should check it out. Is it brand new? It's brand new, yeah. Oh, it's okay. um, I They're on season news, season two, so I guess season one was last it's, year. Yeah, season one came out last um, year. So. Very good, though. Very good show. It's on Netflix? Uh, Apple TV. Apple TV. Right. I got to get it on Netflix. That's a good call. Are you good one? I'm all good. I'm all good. All right. There you go. Danny Flores, game winner against Notre Dame. His stock's high. you got to buy it right now. Virginia Tech Soccer's stock is high as well. Alongside Hawaii Krieger, I'm Kevin DiDomenico, and this has been episode number 30.